0: Hello and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host Christy Martin and I'm a life mindset and human design mentor who is all about helping you heal and rediscover your authentic self so you can go out and do some really epic stuff. So this podcast is going to be all about spirituality, self-empowerment, self-discovery, wellness, healing, parenting, sobriety, mental health, you name it, we're going to talk about it. This is all about helping you along in your own self project journey. So go ahead and let's sit back and dive right in. Welcome back to the show this week, and I want to welcome Allie Harwood, and Ali is a holistic wellness and confidence coach and an embodied dance facilitator, and she helps shy, introverted women to discover and embody their most empowered selves so they can live their lives with more inner peace, passion, and purpose, and I'm so excited to speak with Ali today. I was um, telling her a little bit before we started the show that, um, that that's me, shy, introverted, woman. So that really spoke to my heart. And I was really um, excited to hear more about how she helps them more of her story. So Ali, if you didn't mind, I just have to thank you for being here today again. And do you mind sharing more about yourself with us who you are and more of your story that led you to where you are today?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So my story really began when i entered my teenage years um high school like many people i became you know more self-aware started to compare myself and soon became clear that i was a lot more quiet and shy than other people and really this kind of led to um development of you know subconscious beliefs that my personality and and really my sense of identity was was not good enough because i was always comparing myself to the you know the explicitly confident people and the popular ones and the sociable ones and you know sometimes you know louder or more daring um the kind of extrovert ideal and um and so i I mean, I tried to compensate for that by trying to look as good as I could. And sadly that led to an eating disorder when I was 14. Um, and luckily, or I mean, thankfully I didn't get admitted anywhere because that the thought of that was terrifying, but I kind of, um, I never really solved that, you know, the, the root, issue for me of that kind of lack of self-worth. And so I had this very private struggle um, right up until my early 20s, where it was just this kind of turbulent relationship with my body, with food and exercise, and with my myself, you know, my personality. And so it was you know feeling self-conscious, overthinking, judging myself, and I, hate to, I hated talking about myself or, um, you know, sometimes I, I felt like I needed to um, be more like others to fit in. Or it was just kind of easier to withdraw, you know, and be alone. So, yeah, it was, um, it was just this private struggle of, of low self-worth and confidence that I felt too ashamed to really talk about. Um, even though I had good friends and, you know, I have, I had a supportive family, but it wasn't something that I could talk about. And the turning point for me was quite unexpected because um, when I was, I think it was 22, 23, I uh, came home one summer from my university and I read this inspiring true story online about a woman who discovered she had suppressed anger towards her dad and that really really resonated with me um, and she was guided through this powerful forgiveness process basically and I, I just knew that I had to do it for myself and I did that and it was you know it was a it was a journal kind of uh, journaling the forgiveness um, by you know on my own but then the the next part of it was actually having the courage to go and speak to my dad and just kind of you know tell him <laughs> everything that I how I how I'd been feeling how I felt um and that experience like firstly rekindled our relationship and then it had this knock-on effect on my other relationships and it was it was this um first kind of experience where I was consciously taking responsibility for my own well-being you know because I I hadn't I hadn't like really um identified that that I had this suppressed anger but then when I once I realized it I was like okay you know I I need to do something about this not only for my own well-being but also for my you know our relationship so that was really powerful and um and then I, it kind of opened up this journey that I went on of you know just self discovery and self love and mindset and and that's what then you know led me down to to discover coaching and it really that really spoke to me. So um, in my training as a coach, I was then uh, guided to you know explore who who I wanted to support specifically and. You know it became clear when i looked back at my own story i was like okay well yeah this is this is what i've been through and this is you know all the things i've learned and so helping yeah shy introverted women was was just made the most sense
0: <laughs> that's incredible thank you for sharing your story with us um i was making a whirlwind of notes as you were talking um <laughs> about things that that stood out to me that I wanted to kind of touch back on. One of the things that you mentioned early on is that you're always comparing. And I think that that's a trap that we that um, we all fall into, I think that we all go through it, especially as, you know, women, and it starts at a younger and younger age that we see in our, you know, teenage girls, and now our middle school girls, but um, it's still I catch myself in that trap as an adult too. you know, scrolling through Instagram with my business. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, look at the way she's doing it. And I need to do my business that way, or my thing this way, or, you know, my strategy that way. And we, we get caught up in that. So I really love that you bring you know that up because I think that we do it without even uh being aware of it because um you know, I think it starts kind of as a survival instinct, we're comparing the environment around us, like a food chain type thing, survival of the fittest. So um, I think that comparison is kind of naturally born into us. But then again, it's ingrained in us by society, you know, especially with our traditional educational system and grading systems. And so all of these things, so we're doing it without even realizing it. So, um, you know, you talked about that, you had that lack of self confidence just that lack of self worth so you know at the root of all of the symptoms cuz you said you had the eating disorder um you know for me i showed up multiple things throughout my life i had binge eating i um dealt with like a skin picking disorder i later in my adult years dealt with alcoholism and so it was um, always transferring to these different symptoms and never getting to the root of that problem and addressing, again, the self-worth, the suppressed anger, the suppressed emotions. Um, so I'm just like, all these light bulbs are going off for me. So I'm just really excited that you you talk about, you know, you have to get to the root of it. You have to look at the root cause of, of what's driving um, these behaviors, you know? So what I would love to ask is, you know, we talk about shy, introverted women and right away I said, that's me. And so um, maybe let's talk about though, like, what is it, you know, what does it really mean to be an introvert? Like, what is, what is being an introvert really mean? And um, how might one, well, I hate to use the word, like how might one identify with it because I hate putting like labels on things, but mm. maybe you can educate us more on this.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm the same. And so, I think first, it's important, first of all, to you know describe what it does really mean to be an introvert, because it has so many misunderstandings. You know, of of kind of being the same as shy or having social anxiety or being antisocial or you know all of these kind of negative associations. <laughs> And so, you know, first of all, it's it's a personality type on its own, um, and it's it's definitely not something to fix. <laughs> um, and there are some typical traits. So one of them is like introverts. Typically, um, they process things internally, so they make sense of of things privately and and often quite deeply in our minds first so we love to reflect on things and daydream and imagine and analyze and all of those things um, as opposed to you know immediately speaking them out loud or wanting to you know talk, talk to someone about our thoughts and um, another typical trait is this kind of being more sensitive to stimuli in the in the environment so whether it's noise or light or lots of energy, lots of people, lots of emotions. Um, And so because of that sensitivity, we are typically, you know, prone to losing energy, the more time we are spent in these kind of stimulating environments. Um, And then we need that time alone or that quiet time to recharge. Whereas extroverts typically kind of gain energy in those, you know, stimulating social environments. Um, and you know, they can last a lot longer. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a spectrum, the introversion, extroversion, you know, it's a spectrum, and we all have different um, you know, changes in our energy, in our mood, right? So it's um it's yeah, I think it's good to have that understanding, you know, especially the fact that it's it's something that, you know, it's not something to fix, you know, it's it's kind of a personality type. And there's even been studies to show that their um, brains of introverts are wired differently, you know, like um, have longer neural pathways in the brain, for example. Um, and also, I think... Um, more sensitive to dopamine Um, so it would explain why you know extroverts typically um, you know kind of they they thrive on that on on those kind of that dopamine hit whereas for introverts there's a there's a limit
0: (laughs) yes that's so interesting Um, I, I made a note of that that the brain's wired differently for introverts that would be so interesting to go look up more about um i was over here the whole time that you were um kind of talking about the typical traits of the introvert i'm over here like nodding and kind of laughing because i'm like yep yep and so you know like i said i don't like to necessarily call it a label but i always think that these types of kind of uh systems or these types of, I like to call them kind of like self discovery systems. They're really just a way, a different way of understanding yourself. It's not about putting a label on yourself, but almost, um, I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Um, category is not the word that I'm looking for either. But it's just kind of giving your self, a different way of understanding yourself. Like I'm really into uh, guiding people through their human design. I don't know if you've ever heard of human design, but again another system of self-discovery and you could again say like you're being labeled into the different types but it's all about um just like I said another way of viewing yourself not labeling yourself but another way of looking at yourself um that I felt led for me it's um self-discovery and then self-acceptance when I see these things and I'm just like I was just like, oh my gosh, no wonder I'm that way. It makes total sense now. And then I can stop fighting and comparing myself, like we talked about. I can stop fighting, wanting to be like, am I may like this? Why can't I be like this? And it's just, it allows you to embrace it, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm huge on self-discovery as that first step as well. And it's just, it's just asking, like, what are my needs and my preferences and my passions and my values and my desires, all of those things. And, you know, of course, also looking at the areas that um, that we can heal or grow in. And, uh, and then, like you said, having that sense of acceptance and compassion around all of those things, you know, just acknowledging, yes, this is true for me right now. And then you, I feel like, you know, then you can choose which ones do you want to fully embrace and which ones do you want to, you know, develop from this place of, self-love and self-empowerment rather than like pressure or judgment oh my gosh yes I love that
0: explanation of it um because like you said you can take to what resonates with you and what you want to build on or what you said like you said what you want to develop um I feel like you already kind of just answered this question I was going to say what's um some of the tips that you offer some of the women that you start working with to just like you know, really start to develop this kind of self-confidence and the self-worth. You know, I I love that you just kind of almost answered it by saying, like, take a look at what your needs are, your passions, your values. But um, is there anything else that you would add to that as well?
1: Yeah, so um, definitely that self-discovery part at the beginning and the acceptance. Then it's all about, you know, looking at the mindset, uh, looking at all the labels that you identify with and your self-talk um, and yeah, your, your beliefs about yourself and about, about your desires as well in terms of like how worthy or capable you think you are of them um, and just yeah basically highlighting the ones that are limiting you and, and realizing that they are not fixed you know they, but what you choose to believe will be true for you basically so it's have it's realizing like okay i actually have a choice here do i want to keep this this belief this program running or do i want to replace it with something more empowering and more supportive um so that's definitely the next stage and um i mean so ongoing self-love and compassion of course because you know it's not about becoming the perfect human being and it's it's not about becoming an extrovert <laughs> or you know, someone completely different. It's 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 just I I like to call it you know stepping into your empowered self, you know, um, who knows that she has a choice and who and it's about who you're being, you know, when the challenges come up and when when you make mistakes and when you get triggered. You know, because you always have a choice of how you respond to to these things. Um, and then I think, um, you know, have, when it comes to actually taking action, it's it's about consistent baby steps. Um, you know, consistently moving through through the fear and and knowing that that fear is, is it's, it's ex- to be expected. Um, and the more you the more you move through it the more courage you build and that that courage is what leads leads to the the confidence
0: oh wow that's so good um you know i wrote down that you always have a choice in how you respond sometimes we can get caught up in this loop of um just reacting, being reactive to things. And so I always love to say, and this this plays right into like some of the first steps of just being aware of your behavior and being able to change it is like being self-aware, being able to take that step back and say, like, why am I stuck in this, you know, loop of, you know, maybe being reactive in whatever situation it is. But yeah, being able to take that that first step and just become aware of it, not judge yourself. I love that you added earlier, just like lovingly, you know, looking at it because you've been running this programming for years, but, um, you know, just take a really loving look at it. And like you said, it's just consistent baby steps. You don't have to make, I I've made the mistake in the past. um, I'm going to use like a really traditional uh, example of like diet and nutrition and exercise. You know, I would be like, okay, I, I want to like lose 20 pounds. I'm going to change all my eating. I'm eating healthy. I'm drinking water. You know, I'm making all these changes from eating junk food, like drinking soda not working out. I'm going to work out seven days a week. I'm going to eat, you know, only vegetables and this, and I'm only drinking water. And you jump in and you're like, maybe good for a week, maybe two weeks. And then it's like, you're right back. And you're like, I couldn't stick with all of this. Um, I've found when I when I do it that way, I, I don't. Um, make the changes that I want, but I love the consistent baby steps when I'm gentle with myself. And I'm just like, you know what I, right now, I just want to make sure that I'm drinking enough water every day. And then when I've made that a habit and we've again, changed those, you know, neural pathways that are, you know, cementing that habit in there, then I'm like, okay, well, like now I'm a person that drinks water. Like, what do I want to change that? So it's just, I I love that you say baby steps. Like, I feel like we always, and this is me included, like we take an all or nothing approach to things. Like if I can't make all these changes, then like I might as well do nothing. Um, And and I still catch myself in that. So
1: (laughs) yeah, me too. (laughs) So I love that. (laughs)
0: Um, One other thing that I would just really love to talk a little bit more about is that that you are an embodied dance facilitator. I would love to just, um, for those who may not know, would you mind explaining a little bit more about like what exactly is embodied dance? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So I always like to start with, with talking about embodiment by itself, first of all, which is... I mean, I think everyone has their own take on it. But for me, it's, it's consciously feeling what's alive inside you, whether it's, you know, an emotion, sensations, a quality, and and then authentically expressing that on the outside with your whole being. Um, so we we kind of know the example of like, oh, she is the embodiment of joy, for example. And it's because we are... It's not only in her body language, but it's also like an energy thing. You know, it's a, it's that inner and outer alignment. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, embodied dance is is basically a tool to practice that um, by. So it's very dynamic because you can. It will de- be dependent on what your intention is, um, but you know, for example. your intention is to release suppressed emotions for example um then you know you can you can basically move in certain ways that will you know invite that kind of release like shaking full body shaking is a great one for any kind of release um and and then equally you can you can set the intention to call in the your desired feelings and qualities so maybe it's you know confidence or maybe it's creativity or pleasure like whatever it might be and again um so i would i am i will choose um create a specific playlist for the for the a session um and it's typically kind of like a journey that starts with a, a kind of grounding meditation so it's it's, it's a great way to calm the mind. And then um, sometimes you might do some kind of floor movement <laughs> um, and then gradually making our way up to standing where it's kind of like a peak of uh, energy with the, with the music as well. And then going back down at the end to integrate everything that you've experienced. Um, so I love that it's like this mind-body-soul integration. Is you're yeah calming the mind activating your body and your kind of your body's intuition as well um and and then expressing yourself so yeah it's it's a very it's it's basically a free form you know dance free style dance but um i i can i can give you know um the women who attend lots of cues and some some will be physical cues and some will be more visual energetic cues and that and from that you then get to you know expand your range of movement and therefore your range of expression (laughs) if that makes sense
0: (laughs) absolutely so cool um in a few minutes I'm going to ask where we can find you but I wanted to share a personal experience with this often too I think that um we almost get you know, for whatever reason, well, there's a lot of reasons, but as women, we um, are almost scared of the idea of like embodying ourselves and letting ourselves kind of, um, I think of like, uh, almost like freedom, like letting yourself be kind of uninhibited in your movement. And I naturally this year started kind of embracing that just um, like you you started talking about whole body shaking. Um, I would experience like after I got off of podcast interviews, I would have like this, in, this surge of energy and I would get off my calls and like I would go to my husband and I'd be like, people are so awesome. Like, you know, I just talked to the coolest person and I'm like this huge ball of energy and he would just be like, whoa, you know, shrinking back from me. And so I, I naturally would start like beef both before and after interviews because I get that really nervous, excited, anxious energy that like amps me up. I would just stand and I would just like shake. At first, my husband is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I just need to shake. There's just all this this stuff happening in my body that I just I need to release it. And it was like my body was just naturally guiding me there. Or one time I was um, leading a Reiki session and it totally turned into um, this like uh, dancing thing because we had the music and we ended up like dancing and I'm like, well, that was supposed to be a Reiki session, but it was just like... (laughs) guided to move through it. So I just think that it's, it's so cool. Um, because it sounds like what you do is kind of like, uh, things that, you know, we may already start kind of naturally embracing, like just letting the body move the, the way that it wants to and letting the energy kind of flow. So what I would love to know is where we or how you know, how you're working with women. You said that you, um, you know, you lead these, uh, Kind of, I think, are they like workshops or?
1: Yeah, yeah. so with the dance at the moment, um, I'm actually doing in-person dance workshops where I'm living. Um, I may be doing some some online ones soon. Um, and then in terms of my coaching program, so I have a, a three-month uh, one-to-one program called the Confident Introvert and that takes a, a takes a very holistic approach to building confidence. So we cover, um, you know, the letting go of the past and the suppressed emotions, um, the mindset, reprogramming, self-love, honoring your body, owning your voice and then connecting to your purpose. Because um, that was really my, my kind of the steps that I took uh, without really knowing it on my own journey. Um, and I've also got a couple of group uh, group programs uh, that I run, um, you know, maybe a couple of times a year. Um, so one is one that I'm running at the moment is becoming her now, and that's a five week group program um, with kind of more more uh, focused on the on the mindset reprogramming, and then you know taking that daily inspired action to embody that empowered version of you. Yeah. And yeah. And the other one is, it's called Express Yourself. And that's a 21 day group program. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. So cool. And then where are we able to find you at online and follow you out on social media?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my website is wellnesswithali.com and that's A-L-I-E. And uh, I'm wellnesswithali on Instagram and Also, I have a private Facebook group called the Confident Introvert Tribe.
0: Awesome. So everything will be linked up in show notes so that you'll be able to scroll down and just straight connect with Allie. Um, I just have to say, this has been an incredible conversation and I could probably ask you 20 million more questions and we could probably keep this going all night. But um, we were just talking, our time difference is is. Almost, I think it's 11 hours. So while it's 9.30 in the morning for me, yeah, it's 8.30 in the evening for Allie. So we will wrap this up for her. So I would just love to know as we kind of close this out, is there kind of a final message that you would leave with us or any final tips or anything that you wanted to say?
1: Yeah, I think one of my favorite reminders is that we are not limited to a set of labels and patterns You know, we are multifaceted and ever evolving beings. Um, And, you know, we really, we get to choose who we want to be. And how and how we see ourselves as well, how we see ourselves.
0: <laughs> I love that. So I just have to say, Ali, thank you for taking your time to be here, especially so late in your evening. So thank you again. This has been incredible.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. really enjoyed it.
0: Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review and I will see you next time.